The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spa, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. So glad you could join me today. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, first up, uh, talking about today the Hartman Group. Some information I ran across from the Hartman Group talking about their quote-unquote truths when it comes to marketing to moms and dads. And I thought this would be a relevant topic for um, kind of what we're going to be talking about today which is working women. Now, I won't go into all of their truths, but just picking the ones that I feel like are a little relevant today. I liked this one. Today's moms and dads feel embattled by everyday paradoxes that make them feel helpless. In other words, mom and dads, you're feeling helpless. Um, Their consequence to this one is households are seeking nostalgic relief from, quote, the stupid modern life. In other words, there's too much junk going on today. Let's reflect a little bit on what life used to be. They're looking for things that give them relief such as locally produced food, wellness-oriented lifestyles, maybe being closer to nature, or smaller brands that they can really connect to or maybe connect to their communities. They're even homeschooling kids and looking for lives, you know, outside the, of the kind of crazy urban lifestyle, those smaller communities. Hartman Group says that consumers are seeking emotional relevance over functional needs. Another truth, according to the Hartman Group, today's moms and dads are more likely to make a choice to have children and to seek personal meaning through their lives with those kids. That means, according to them, that today's moms still feel they're the ones held accountable for what goes on with their kids in spite of all their demands and challenges, but all the choices are an important one. In fact, she sees each choice as crucial, and her own self-worth and identity is tied up in those choices that she makes for her kids. Another so-called truth is today's moms and dads are more engaged with their children than in generations past, and I can personally say, yes, that is absolutely true. There's huge expectations, according to the Hartman Group, for hands-on parental involvement than ever before. So when we're not at work, we have this guilt to play with our kids, engage with them one-on-one, and really be more interactive with our children than, say, our parents. Well, our first profile today is the Nicole Miller Networker. She's in her late 40s, self-employed, maybe a small to mid-sized business owner, working full-time, making over 60K with, with older children, those in high school and college. She's influenced by fashion, likes to stand out in a crowd, is ambitious and motivated, value quality items, but is open to trying new things. She's shopping at 9 West, Williams, Sonoma, Pier 1, and Taylor, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom's. She's driving a cat. Cadillac, Toyota, Volvo, or a Lexus, and she's wearing Ralph Lauren 
Ann Taylor, Calvin Klein, Victoria's Secret. She's watching cable like we, CNN, Food Network, HBO, HGTV. She's reading House and Garden, Food and Wine, Architectural Digest, People, Martha Stewart Living, Money Magazine, In Style, and First for Women. And she's online at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, eBay, Travelocity, Yellow Pages, and MSN. And, of course, iVillage. Well, my guest for today certainly knows about the plight of the working woman. Maya Frazier is content director at Engage, where she oversees the agency's thought leadership and does a ton of research, trend spotting, and writing on women and how brands can best reach them. Engage is one of the nation's largest independent marketing agencies, a total engagement agency that melds technology and creativity to ignite business growth for leading brands. Maya authored a white paper that was recently featured in Ad Age called The Reality of the Working Woman, Her Impact on the Female Target Beyond Consumption. We're going to be talking today with Maya about those findings in that white paper. More when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Well, welcome back to Purse Strings. My guest today is Maya Frazier, Content Director at Engage, and Maya authored a white paper recently featured in Ad Age called The Reality of the Working Woman, Her Impact on the Female Target Beyond Consumption. Maya, welcome to the program. Great to be here. 
So happy to have you. You know, I read your white paper and I found it hitting quite close to home because, of course, I'm a working woman. I'm also a working mom. Um, and there, of course, was data around that in the white paper. And I'm sure lots of women reading it really connected with it. Why did you choose to tackle the topic of working women's influence now? Well, certainly this year was quite the watershed moment for women, um, even though technically we still haven't actually become the majority of the workforce. There's there's a little technical percentage. It's 49.8% according to the latest numbers from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. But it's been a, a, a massive um, seismic shift. And, um, you know, if you just look back to 2000, um, men had uh, – six million more jobs than women, and today that gap has closed to just half a million. Um, that's quite an, an extraordinary shift. So we felt like it was time to kind of take a deep look at, well, what does that mean for, you know, this this industry and how we approach and talk to women? Yeah, it was a watershed year, wasn't it? And, you know, we've we've heard a lot of data around women making huge strides in the workforce. We know that we're nearly the majority of workers today, especially in this down economy. We've made huge strides. More women than men held on to their jobs. And yet so many things really haven't changed. Can you talk a little bit about some of the things that you do feel have improved out there for women, working women, and things that we still need to conquer? Yeah, I think. It's interesting to look at attitudes and the research that sort of formed the basis of the white paper explored that rather in depth. And one of the attitudes that I think shows where we still need to conquer and make some changes is is, is how people feel about where the duty for child rearing really falls. And, you know, despite this massive shift and more and more women working, um, you know, 54% of men still think the duty of child rearing falls to women. Um, and you got to understand a lot of them are bosses, too, and a lot of them are, you know, they make decisions within the workforce. So I think that impacts the way women are treated within the workplace. Um, yet what's also interesting is that's pretty close to how boomer women feel. 56% of boomer women, um, no, actually 56% of boomer women think it's fine for either uh, a man or a woman to stay home with the kids. Now, what's interesting is 63% of Gen Xers um, think it's fine if a dad would stay home. Um, yet, this kind of swings back, and 50%, 56% of millennials, um, only 56 of millennials think, that, think that's okay. So, there's this interesting sort of attitude shift, and it's very generational. Um, the other issue is economic, and, you know, we've made a lot of strides. High-income, white-collar workers have made a lot of strides when it comes to um, getting work-life benefits, balance, et cetera, but that doesn't always play out for middle-class and lower-income families, so that's an issue, and um, even if you just look more broad, broadly at sort of income issues, you know, White-collar workers have seen their pay grow by 7%, while middle-class families have seen it just plummet um, by 14%. So that impacts sort of, you know, how women are able to, uh, you know, secure child care, manage their financial lives. So we need better progress in that regard. And then finally, I, I think sort of another thing we need to conquer is the workplace 
it's still largely a man's world. You know, uh, most people consider sort of a gender balanced workforce a myth. Um, 65% of women do and 60% of men. So, and then there's, of course, the pay gap, but that's another <laughs> longer conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The pay gap that we never seem to be able to uh, make on par with men's pay, no matter how long we're working or what we're juggling. Um, you know, I found it interesting, your stat on millennials about thinking it's okay for the man to stay at home and, and really raise the kids. I wonder, and I don't know that you have the answer to this, um, but I wonder if it's because millennials really are the ones that have been raised perhaps by working moms, you know, the boomer moms, the Gen X moms, I mean, uh, or the boomer moms for sure. They're the first ones to really go to work. And, um, you know, they probably are thinking, I, I wish maybe I'd had my mom around more. I mean, do you think that's the reason we're seeing that percentage kind of swing back the other way? Yeah, I mean, I think you also have sort of the, you know, millennials by far are more value-oriented. They want more meaningful work, um, so they're not at, they're not chasing the dollar like Gen Xers and Boomers have. So I think that influences that. They're more willing to, say, take a few years off and spend time with the kids, which I think I'm a Gen Xer, and, you know, in my work life, that was never really – that was a tough thing to consider because you felt like if you didn't stay on the – on the cycle, you would you would lose ground too quickly. So um, so watching what millennials do is going to be fascinating, especially since, let's face it, a lot of them are responding in these surveys that, yeah, they'd like to do that, but they haven't actually had kids. <laughs> a lot of millennials right. are delaying, delaying having children. So once they really start having kids, we'll see what they actually do. <laughs> I'm with you. It will be fascinating to see how reality hits them in the face. Uh, speaking of reality, a working woman's day is just not done, is it? Can you kind of run us through a typical worm, a working woman's load, both at work and off work? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this, this, the stats are kind of fun on this. So she works 4.9 days a week on average. She starts around 9 a.m. and wraps up at about 3.50 p.m. So she prepares dinner 3.5 times a night a week, um, 3.5 nights a week. But her spouse only does that 1.5 times a week. Um, she goes out to dinner um, about once, once a week, and she brings a prepared meal home um, about one and a half times a week. She watches TV an average of two hours and 12 minutes a day and spends 24 minutes reading a newspaper. She spends two hours a day on the Internet, 84 minutes on the phone, 48 minutes reading a book, 48 minutes exercising, and 42 minutes shopping. Yes, she's pretty busy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want that woman's life, actually. I don't know where she finds the time to read a book or watch television or talk yeah. on the phone. <laughs> Much less. Yeah, I actually, I had that. I, I, I could deal with that schedule. Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad to me, actually. It sounds like she has some leisure time. Well, we know the women who do not have any leisure time, and those are the single moms who are raising their kids by themselves. We know that one in five families today um, are are led by single moms. That's according to the Shriver Report. And clearly that impacts women both in their careers and their domestic roles. Do you feel like women still feel like they need to do it all, all well, all at the same time? Or do you think, especially with millennials, as you mentioned, have we kind of grown more realistic about that? 
Yeah, to answer this, you know, I would point to a conversation I had with Brett White, who's director of marketing at Stouffer's. I mean, such a classic middle American brand, um, you know, really, I think is indicative of sort of the, a broad, um, you know, broad women across multiple demos. But And there, they refer to the working woman internally as Rachel. And... Um, and their research has showed that, that that sort of the era of the harried, never satisfying work, never satisfied working mom is over. And I love this quote from 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 Brett that that he gave me. And, and he said, you know, the working mom is pretty comfortable with herself. She's happy in the workplace and happy at home. And she gave up trying to be June Cleaver. Um, she makes compromises. She is willing and happy with the trade off. If it's better for the family to be involved in activities and her and for her to be working rather than spending all the time in the kitchen. So, you know, of course, that's good for Stouffer's because she's going to buy more trays of frozen lasagna. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it I, I like that. I think I think the idea of compromises and the idea is that, you know, the the ideal archetype is 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 no longer what women aspire to. Well, and as I mentioned before, we know that more and more women are out there working, uh, and oftentimes more than their spouses. Their spouses may be the ones staying home due to the economic fallout. Do you, really, what has this role of breadwinner done to the family dynamic? Um, have have men really taken on a more viable role with the child rearing and the cleaning and the cooking? No. Short answer, no. <laughs> Um, my husband aside, but anyway, um, I don't know if you've seen this book, Porn for Women. I love it. It shows these, um, you know, dreamy, (laughs) you know, brawny men vacuuming and, and, and cleaning. And it's just, I think, so apropos to this conversation because, you know, despite the fact that women are contributing more financially, the work of running a home, let's face it, still largely falls to women. And, Granted, men report doing 54 minutes of household chores a day, but women do 72. Um, But what is kind of interesting, and this is a good thing to watch, I think, um, and could have a huge impact on, you know, cleaning brands, is that millennial men are reported doing just as many household chores as the average working women. Now, granted, millennial men, for the most part, are still single, so they're basically doing chores on their own. But, you know, since people are delaying their getting married older, you know, maybe those habits will form early on, and when they do get married, they'll they'll be, um, that gap will close, that cleaning gap, you could call it, so, um, but, but no, it's still, it's, it's, yeah. Too bad, really too bad, and it's funny, because my husband does stay home full-time with the kids, and he's the primary child rearer, a bottle washer, cleaner. So it's it's kind of a foreign concept to me. I think I really have it way too good. I think I'm the the abnormal one in your in your survey. Um, you know, now with, have you with, seen this this website from P and G that they're doing? It's called Man of the House. No, I have. It's really interesting. Um, the site is really geared all around men, but it, it it deals a lot with cleaning. But they are it, they are trying to kind of talk about the dad and it says you know you know you're no pretty boy you're not a mom and there are things your dad never knew you know it's 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 sort of affirming the dad role in men's life which I think is sort of the you know first step for sort of you know 
men taking on more of those household duties. Um, but it's an it's definitely worth taking a look at. It's manofthehouse.com. I'm sort of fascinated by the development, especially out of P&G, because, and I yeah. read about this in the paper, is, you know, so much of the ads that P&G um, produces really portray women in domestic settings. And, and, you know, that's, you know, if you're trying to promote Swiffer or you're trying to sell a cleaning product, that that pretty much makes sense, especially considering the fact that women drive most purchases, women do do most of the chores at home. But, but you know, there are men like your husband. There are men, there are these single men that are out there, you know, cleaning and buying, um, you know, the things they need to, to, to do the household chores. So there seems to be an opportunity. We have such focus on marking the women, marking to, to moms, but I think there's a huge opportunity for brands to kind of step in and market more directly to, to stay-at-home dads and, and, and just dad, men in general um, yeah. um, and not just show women doing all the work. I am with you there. I know my husband would certainly appreciate the acknowledgement that he's doing all of this work by marketers mm-hmm. because he's certainly doing all of it and it's all aimed, you know, the bulk of it is aimed at women and he gets so ticked off because he's like, wait a minute, I'm the one making the decision here. Speak my language. So I think you're right. There's a huge opportunity. I'm glad to see P&G's kind of seizing it a little bit and I'll check out manofthehouse.com for sure. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I do want to talk a little bit about marketers. Um, and how they've responded to kind of the needs of the working women in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of surf, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. 
and we're back. I'm joined today by Maya Frazier, Content Director at Engage, and we've been talking about her white paper, which recently appeared in Ad Age called The Reality of the Working Woman. We've been talking through a lot of the stats and facts surrounding working women and our plight today of kind of doing it all, but kind of the changing attitudes and what that means. And I'm wondering, Maya, kind of how marketers are responding to working women, the fact that there are more of us in the workforce. We have so limited time. We have all these pressures 